You're listening to the Industry Alchemist podcast. The definition of alchemy is a seemingly magical process of transformation or creation. This podcast exists to hear the stories of entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders doing just that in their industry. We hear about the journey of the brave souls carving a new path, moving their industry and our lives forward in a seemingly magical way. This episode is brought to you by OfficeChief.com. Office Chief exists to make moving your office easily and painless. Moving an office can be a big hassle. On top of running your company, you're thrown into having to figure out what to do. Hire space planners, furniture companies, movers, IT consultants, the list goes on. It only takes two minutes to create a profile and Office Chief gives you a step-by-step action plan and connects you with the top vendors in your market. Moving your office? Log on to officechief.com and make it easy. I'm your host, Matt Brower, co-founder and managing broker of Column Commercial Partners, helping companies save money on their real estate. I'm also founder and CEO of OfficeChief.com, an online resource for businesses moving their office or updating their space. Hey guys, welcome to the Industry Alchemist podcast. I'm your host, Matt Brower, and this episode's guest is a great example of turning a passion into a successful business. She's combined her background in psychology with her passion for mindfulness and motherhood. Tara LaRock launched Mindfulness Mamas, the Mindfulness Mamas app in March of 2020, and right at the beginning of, uh, of COVID. And the growth has been, I mean, they've grown very fast and it's largely due to grassroots driven efforts. They've seen over 125,000 downloads in over 50 countries and counting just since March 2020. Very excited to hear about that path and kind of uh, what's next for the company. Mindful Mamas is the number one self-care and mindfulness app for moms and moms-to-be. They're leaders in the maternal wellness or in maternal wellness. Uh, thank you for being here, Tara LaRock. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so do you, let's start by um, uh, talking about this is clearly a passion for you. How did you originally, you came from, you know, uh, a psychology background. I think you had worked, you work in a school. Yeah, I was uh, with Denver Public Schools. Yeah, as a school years. psychologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you um, decide to, you know, dive into entrepreneurship and, and carve this new path? Well, I, I think I have to go back to when I was little. Um, what was modeled for me growing up. So my dad is actually an entrepreneur and had started several businesses. So I'd always seen him with that like uh, just very intuitive, very innovative, very uh, ambitious spirit. And at the time, you know, I think there were parts of that that I really admired. And then there were parts of that that I rejected because Mm. I saw him be so up and down like we were we were feast or famine things were going really well or they were not going well at all and so you know as an as a young adult I remember feeling like I had that entrepreneurial spirit I was always inventing things or like dreaming up 
ideas or, or, you know, wanting to learn about business, but I really shied away from it. And I remember being like 18, I think I graduated from high school and my dad's like, okay, you know, got to ask you the question, you know, what are you going to do with your life? And he was sort of joking because he came from the school of thought that you don't just do one thing. You, you do so many different things. Oh, that's cool. Which was, which was really neat to be modeled. That's a switch from what most parents preach i think yeah, so, yeah 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 he was uh he was ahead of the di- uh, ahead of the times i think yeah but i told him i said you know dad i want a salary i want a 401k <laughs> i want to know exactly what i'm going to be making and how much i can save every single month uh so i am going to get a very stable job probably with the government and he just started <laughs> laughing and i you know really held true to that i you know i got my degree in psychology and then I went on um, to get my master's degree in child, family, and school psychology. And mm. I thought I was going to do that forever. Um, and I, I really liked it. There were parts of me that loved it. Um, and it fulfilled me for, for many years. Yeah. Uh, I've always loved working with kids and their families and just really helping to advocate and give voices to um, children who need that extra support, that need some... Uh, confidence infused in them t- that need that just one adult to tell them, you know, you don't have to be like everybody else. Your your differences make you brilliant, and let's find a way that that helps you thrive and uh, live helps you live in your genius. Yeah. So that advocacy work was always so much a part of of just me um, in my career and just in my personality. But even then, as a psychologist, I was not thinking about starting a business ever. I was still on the path. Like my husband and I had our twenty-year plan. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna um, create wealth through rental properties, and we're just gonna slowly stack and move into one and renovate it, and then you know, uh, move yeah, on. Yeah, that's and the way to do. That it. was the plan. And so again, you know, a little bit of the entrepreneur starting to come out, but but really staying the course. And it wasn't until I became a mom. And I got hit really hard with postpartum depression and obsessive compulsive disorder Mm. that I feel like I unraveled to a point where the only way I was going to get through it was to really start to uncover my truth and what I really wanted out of this life, this one beautiful wildlife. Um, And it was that spirit I think that kind of came back from my dad that little inkling that was like okay you just experienced the battle of your life yeah. and you're trained in you know mindfulness-based stress reduction and coping skills and uh, really helping others learn emotional regulation and communication skills and you're also, you know, a psychologist that struggled with a mood disorder. Like if, if you're struggling with something like that, there must be other people out there. And so that's really what led to me starting Mindful Mamas was just the pain that I experienced during that time. But then also really getting real with what, what am I going to do next? Um, I didn't see myself working as a school psychologist, I, it, it just, I couldn't see past the next week in that yeah. role. Um, it was wonderful. And like I said, I just, I, I'm so grateful to the kids and the families and the teachers that I worked with. Um, but, but for me, I think experiencing what I did, I knew that I had to listen to that and I had to 
go deeper and try to build something that would ensure that no mom walks alone, that no family feels like they don't have the tools that they really need to live a whole healthy life. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that, first You're of welcome. all. Oh yeah. my goodness. Um, your, I, I'm hearing that like as, as great as your experience at the schools were, like you wanted your impact to be much greater than that. Exactly, yes. And after having like gone through this journey of postpartum depression and obsessive compulsive and everything, you're like, okay, yeah, it's just ah, it's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. No, I mean, I, I love that you brought up of the piece of impact mm -hmm. because that's another thing that I don't necessarily think was, was modeled for me. And even now as an early entrepreneur, I see, you know, businesses being built towards IPO and like growth at all costs. And, you know, you got to, you got to do the grind and you got to keep raising money. Yeah. You got to do this. And I think that there is a purpose in that. And that's not to say that you can't build a beautiful business and make a ton of impact along the way. Yeah. But I think for me, it's, it's really been interesting to try to unpack the different paths that you can take and really make sure that every decision that I make for the business is through that North Star of impact. I, I know mindful mamas exist not to just touch one person's life, even though that is something within our organization that we say every day. If we, if we, if we can help one person, we've done our job. Mm -hmm. But we really feel like with the tools and the technology that we have today, there's just so much more opportunity to expand. And it's so much more important to me that there you know, are a billion moms that, that have the access and resource um, that hopefully we can get uh, to where Mindful Mamas doesn't have um, a subscription model and women have to pay for it to get all of the offerings. And man, if I could just give it away for free, I totally would. Yeah. Um, but you know, right now it, it, it does feel really good knowing that we're starting somewhere and that it's connecting and that women are out there looking for this. And that, that is what I'm holding on to. It is still, uh, I'm experiencing a lot of flashbacks because it's quite turbulent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a lot mm -hmm. of highs and lows. There's a lot of really good days and there's days where I'm just like, oh man, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Um, that 401k looks really nice about right now, you know? Um, but I have to just keep holding on to the impact in the, in the why. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, <laughs> that just reminded me a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine who's also has a, a she's got a small business. She's like a, uh, in the service mm -hmm. industry. Um, she asked me what I do and I told her, I, I, and, but the way I put it is, oh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have, I'm in commercial real estate, but I have a couple, two or three different companies within that space. And she said, God, I hate the word entrepreneur. It just sounds so, can't remember what she said. It sounds so cliche or something like that. I like to tell people if I'm a, a business owner, I, I usually like, I'm not, instead of open uh, entrepreneur, it's, uh, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just can't quite put like words to what you're trying to do or like or, or the ups and downs are so feel, intense. Or, yeah. Right. Oh my oh, God. That I thought that was so hilarious. Funny. Yeah. I guess some days are just amazing. And then some days are like, Holy shit. Yeah. I'm going to, so not survive this, you know? <laughs> Maybe entrepreneurship is more of just a sound 
and yeah, like yeah. an emotive feeling that you can kind of like do through interpretive dance or or you know through sounds right. to to kind of capture what it's really like. But yeah. I like that friend. Yeah. yeah, she sounds like somebody that you can have great chats with about yeah. really what it's like when you peel back that curtain a little and 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 see what it's it's like for for the founder and the founding team and all Absolutely. the stakeholders and the families that support them. I mean. I feel like when I started Mindful Mamas, it was not just my dream. Um, it was getting the buy-in from, you know, my husband and, and my children. I have two that are five and under. Yeah. Um, we had to think long and hard about what their life was going to look like if I pursued this um, and what sacrifices, you know, we would need to make short-term and possibly long-term to be able to, you know, get this get this to market and, and get it um, to, to the women that, that need it. Yeah. That, oh my God. So true. And so one thing I want to mention is like your story and the passion you have behind, you're like the poster child for, I don't know if you're familiar with Simon Sinek. He's my favorite. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. I have, um, <laughs> I have leaders eat last, like sitting right there. Oh really? And I, yeah. I've read it now. Um, this is my second time going through it. Yeah. Um, my, yeah, my husband and my kids, I think my kids think that you read with pens and highlighters and stickies because <laughs> that's like what they model when they like sometimes we'll check out library books and my daughter will sit on the couch with her stickies and her pens and I'm Just like, mark up the whole oh book. yeah. I'm like, honey, no, 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 <laughs> we, don't, we don't own that book. And she's like, but that's how you read mom. <laughs> that's funny yeah i really enjoy um the whole series like oh, yeah. everything that he has to offer like the book you know start with your why exactly people that's... don't like it's no wonder now i fully understand why you have been to have so many downloads in such a short period of time because it's the simon sinek thing people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it yeah I your hope, story I hope. <laughs> it's just so uh um, yeah i hope i emulate that yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's ha it's just, um, it's I always say it's just a privilege, you know. Um, and I like to encourage other people because I know there, are, there just isn't one solution. Like Mindful Mamas is one offering, one product, one community, mm. one way of doing uh, motherhood. And, and there are other voices and other, other, other people that have great ideas that can solve the same problem that we've set out to solve and trying to make motherhood feel normal. Like we just want to make sure every mom, whether you're trying to conceive or you just said goodbye to your children for college that you see yourself within our community and within our app. Mm. And I think that it's going to take a whole heck of a lot of other companies. And we're seeing this right now. I mean, we are in a political and societal awakening that finally Families matter. Moms matter. I mean, look at the childcare crisis that just occurred. Yeah. And so I think Mindful Mamas is, is, is very, it's, um, the timing is uh, interesting. It's, uh, it, I don't think I could have timed launching into the pandemic and reaching the moms, you know, while they were at home trying to navigate remote learning and, and uh, you know, work from home life and just all of the demands that that come that come into play with just being a, a caregiver in general and then you know multiply that with everything that's happened within the pandemic mm, um, yep. I really do feel like it's going to be interesting to see the companies that have um, come out of this and come up through this that are really putting family needs first it's inspiring it really is yeah, that'll probably, I mean, that goes toward 
uh, employee recruitment and retention and things oh, like absolutely. that. Oh, like, absolutely. Like offering a full spectrum of um, helpful benefits for families. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so much research that just even shows, you know, for the the single employees that are within the organization, they do better when when their colleagues who have families are thriving. Everybody yeah. thrives. It's an ecosystem. And I think it's just been so fragmented and so segmented for so long. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens. And I know we still have a, a much... Long way to go. Yeah. A, a, a very big mountain ahead of us. Yeah. So I want to actually get into that, what's next for you. But before that, talk about the grassroots growth that you've experienced so far. Like, how did you... How did you literally roll an app out in March of 2020? What happened to have literally people in 50 countries become aware of this? You, just had, you guys have just a, a kick-ass digital marketing campaign going on? Or, oh, man. Or what? I, you know, I, I, I feel like it's just um, it's a lot of things. So one is before I decided to make Mindful Mamas an app, hmm. before I decided to... Uh, go down that route. I was really um, transparent and public about what I went through becoming a new mom. Because at the time in 2015, when my daughter was born, returning back to work was really the, the tipping point for me in my mental health. It was so hard for me to unpack the trauma of the, the children and the families that I was serving with my own trauma that I was living at home with a colicky baby and a marriage on the rocks and just you know we couldn't get a break yeah. she cried three hours a day um, my husband and I were like two ships passing in the night I would work during the day he'd work um, you know the graveyard shift and we just didn't feel like we had that foundation and I was so confused because I felt like you know here I was I had 10 years of experience in the mental health world, and I had not the slightest clue what was happening to me or what was happening to my husband, which later, um, I think he felt a lot of relief when we put a, a term to it. So he was experiencing compassion fatigue, where I was sucking up all of the resources, like emotionally and just mentally and you know financially, just trying to navigate what I was going through. Right. Um, it was really hard for him to feel like he had space to feel what he was feeling and was exhausted by the ups and downs of, of my own mental health. And so it was a really, really rocky time for um, my family. And uh, I just knew that if I felt like I was going to, at the time, lose my license because I was going to be found out a fraud um, as a psychologist, no one would trust me. My, my colleagues would, you know, disown me. No one would want to listen to me. Families wouldn't um, like to hear my suggestions for interventions or support. I was convinced I was going to lose my license. And then I was also convinced I was going to lose my daughter because I was not a fit parent in the state of, of mind that I, I felt like I was in. Mm -hmm. And so those two, th those two things kept me from telling anybody. Oh I didn't tell goodness. my husband for eight months. He could see it because he was living it, but he didn't really know what was going on. He, he, had, he had no clue you know, who I had become or how to, how to help me navigate it. And so it was really that experience that I don't think I... I even knew how to talk about it when I was in it. It was more as, as the fog started lifting, as I 
hit that rock bottom and I, I decided that I needed to get help, professional help, therapy, medication. I took a very intense mindfulness class for, for caregivers and it was really that practice in the combination of all of those things, diet, nutrition, trying to get better sleep, really understanding my nervous system, um, you know, working on my marriage. It was just so many things all at once that I felt like I had all this angst and all this energy and I didn't know where to put it. So I started to write about it and I would publish it on like my small little blog that I built, you know, in the basement uh, by myself uh, late at night just to get some kind of creativity going. And it was really that that started the, I would say, quote unquote, market research uh, that would become Mindful Mamas mm -hmm. on how big the problem really is and that we needed to do something to solve it without really knowing that's what I was doing. Right. Because all of a sudden, you know, I'd get emails from, from a mom in the UK saying, I stumbled on your blog and I took this post to my doctor because this is the first time I've ever heard anybody talk about it the way you have. Or, um, yeah, my, my, my daughter has breath-holding spells too, which at the time, none of my friends had kids that had a, a child that had breath-holding spells, which if you don't know what they are, they're like this most bizarre tantrum that is not life-threatening or it apparently, you know, does not harm the child, yeah. but they get so upset they, they turn blue and they pass out. It, it's, they literally will hold their breath. They hold their breath they until out. they pass out. And then it, a lot of times there's muscle convulsions so that it looks like a seizure. Yeah. It's terrifying. So oh I just remember being like, okay, if I have to put this somewhere. I can't keep holding it because I tried to hold it for eight months and look, look at how much it deteriorated. So many things in my life. Um, so I started to write about it and I think that's really was one of the things that helped me launch the app was I, I had some, I had some women behind me saying like, I believe in you. I believe in what you're doing. I I've learned from you. I've learned from others like you. And I don't think there's anything on the market that's doing what mindful mamas, you know, uh, now is doing, right. um, at the time. So it was really those those women and the support of like my friends and my family saying, yeah, you're not, you're not going to be happy until you, you try something because I see that now that you've had that experience, there's no way you can lay your head on that pillow at night knowing that you are not dedicating your entire life and your mission and, and your, your, you know, um, resources to making sure that by the time my daughter gets to become a mom, if she chooses to do that, or my son uh, starts a family, that it looks different for them yeah. than it did for me. Yeah. Having I, navigated your way through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, uh, I'm sure that was an intense time. Wow. It was really intense. I appreciate your vulnerability in sharing, oh, thank you. sharing all that. Yeah. I think and that's... That something. Yeah, you know, sometimes people say you're so brave, and really I think it was just my way of, of surviving. Mm -hmm. was just, like I said, just not holding it by myself anymore. And I knew if I just surrendered and released it to something, to someone, to the universe, that it, that it didn't have to be mine anymore. And there was so much power in that. And that's a lot of what we teach, is, is really trying to... If you, can, if you can name it, you can tame it, so yeah. to speak. I, I, I heard that from... Um, uh, 
one of one of the greats in in mindfulness and i just loved that because it just made it seem so simple right like we just spend so much of our day so unaware of how we feel how like what's happening just going through the grind doing the actions that require uh, are required of us for a for a check yeah 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 right (laughs) exactly um and i just knew i couldn't i couldn't keep i couldn't keep down that path yeah yeah what um so from here i know you've uh been forming some incredible you know uh partnerships or advisor relationships in town here uh our mutual good friend grant greenwood uh introduced you and i yeah and so very glad that he did um, well, he's an impact person. Oh, he you is. find each he's other, incredible. right? When you yeah. when you can see somebody live so authentically for that 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 purpose and and wanting to really help others. Yeah, that's I think that's that's it's why clear. yeah why we were meant to connect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, talk about what's what's you know from here forward. What is your like long term vision? Well, you've kind of touched on what your long term vision is, but like. What are some things you're implementing for the next one, three, five years to kind of drive, drive yeah. through that? So we are growing from a team of four, yeah. <laughs> like probably to a team of eight. We're going to probably double in the next couple months, months nice. which is really exciting. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are rolling out some strategic partnerships. So there's some really wonderful brands that are doing uh, things to support mothers differently and uh, we're really looking to help each other um, elevate our missions and to really help uh, co-create some beautiful offerings that um, are going to be actualized and and brought into the market coming this fall. Um, We are really trying to um, expand our content offerings. So Mm -hmm. I have um, an incredible partner. Um, Her name is Karina Devi and she's our head of mindfulness in the voice of the app. And she was actually the number one rated voice on the Down Dog app uh, for yoga. So oh, she, really? we, yeah, we we got really lucky there because um, she's just done some incredible voiceover work. But she's just beside her voice. She's just a wealth of knowledge. And I've had to put content production sort of uh, not to the side, but just uh, we've had to push a little bit of a pause on that while we moved through um, this funding. That, uh, that this funding uh, stage that we're in. And so she's chomping at the bit. Like we just uh, we just discovered a way to get video capabilities on the app. And uh, she's like, please let me go. Please, please <laughs> let me go. I have, I have like eight courses I want to roll out. Oh my God, um, it's incredible. It's really fun. And then, you know, offerings for the whole family. Like we get, we get dads and partners and, and moms that want to teach their kids and you know, we really believe that um, Mindful Mamas is going to solve for the entire family, but we're starting with the moms because they are a lot of the time the docking station yeah. of their family. Like if when their kids are dysregulated or upset, they come to mom. And if mom is not feeling good, um, it just it's the ripple effects occur. And it, it's just like the whole family goes down. I feel like I saw it firsthand and I see it with so many other women that I'm working with. We really teach you know, that, that oxygen mask theory in the air, airplane, like you got to put on your mask first and then, and then you can take care of everybody, yeah. you, but you, but you matter. And I think we really need to flip this script of, you know, what do you need to buy to be a good mom or like to be in motherhood or what do I need to do like for my kids? And, and really, if you, 
if you ask, if you take any child and ask them what makes like a good mom, it's like that they play with me or that they listen to me or that they read me books or that they, you know, that I feel safe with them. And in order to create those experiences, I truly believe you have to take care of yourself as much as you would anybody else that you love. Yeah. What is the, what's the most used resource that is on the app? Sleep. Sleep. Okay. Everybody loves sleep. So we, uh, we didn't have a ton of data analytics when we first launched. I mean, we were, we were lean and mean, and I just wanted to see if there was something we could put out that, that moms were interested in. And then we quickly were like, oh, wait, we need to know like what they're doing in the app and like yeah. where they're going. And so we had this whole internal uh, vote on what the top mindfulness practice was. And it's called Sleep Like a Mama Bear. Oh, that's and cool. it's a yoga nidra practice. And I don't know if you know this about yoga nidra, but it's been shown that if you do about a 30-minute session of yoga nidra, it's as you um, got two hours of deep restorative sleep. No and way. new parents lose like 109 hours of sleep, I, I want to say like in their first year, like something crazy. And so I think moms are just naturally finding that, not even really knowing that there's all the scientific benefits to the way that we, we do that sleep meditation. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, this, I feel good. And it's, I mean, if you, if you look at the app, it, it's, it cracks us up because that blows everything out of the water is uh, yoga nidra. Who would yeah, have thought? So that's incredible. We, go, we have a lot more sleep support coming into the app in the next couple of months, which I'm excited about. What's your, um, so people are in uh, Google Play or I, I, iTunes? Apple Store, yeah. Uh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Clearly, I'm an Android person. It's fine. It's fine. Google <laughs> Apple Play Store. or, yeah, the App Store. App Store. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, what are they searching? Are they searching Mindful Mamas? Yeah, Mindful Mamas, M-A-M-A-S. Okay. Um, so yeah, just wanted to make sure to get that in there for the listeners. Sake. Yeah, I know there's so many ways to spell mamas. Yeah. And then you know our UK moms, they're mums, so they're they're oh, the mindful right. they're the mindful mamas. And oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So we we um we've thought a lot about that, and you know we want to make sure that all all spellings are welcome. You know, yeah. you, you can yeah. spell mama anyway. You can say it anyway. You <laughs> right. you can find a place. You know, in our community in our app. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So you you've um mentioned i want to like transition a little bit here into like uh, getting to know you more on a personal level you already mentioned some books that have been impactful for you simon sinek a couple others um and your and your dad inspiring your entrepreneurial spirit are there any other uh people podcasts books that have really been helpful to you in your journey yeah that's so interesting you know i feel like lately I've been craving silence. It might sound really bizarre, but well, I feel like, yeah, around. with two little kids uh, and, and my husband, you know, at home uh, in, the, in the pandemic um, for a while. And I think that this is uh, just, you know, goes back to the state of my nervous system too, right? Like for a while I wanted all that noise. Like it just felt good to like hear a lot of stimulation and yeah. be around a lot of people. And I, I tend to be more extroverted than I am introverted, but I think what I've discovered is like, I have not had time to just 
sit and think. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just been a lot of doing, a lot of executing, a lot of negotiating like wants and needs and you know, how, how do I take care of my kids while I'm building this business? And so for me, um, like I said, I just picked back up, um, you know, the eaters or the leaders eat last. Uh, and, and in terms of podcasts, I feel like I'll turn it on for about 10 minutes and I'll get like a good little nugget. I love, um, the Guy Raz NPR, How I Built This. Oh, uh, that's so good. I, I really yeah. like that because yeah. uh, I just love to know how businesses started. And, totally. You know, I think they do such a good job of sharing really vulnerably too. Um, but honestly, other than that, like I love to just sit in silence and, and color and be around my kids. Um, my kids give me a lot of inspiration. Uh, my my five-year-old... She, she sees me meditate. She'll, she'll, I'll, I'll, I'm very vocal about when I need to take a step away from the family and, yeah. and go center myself or, or I invite them to come with me and try it or I'll just sit down in the middle of the floor cool. and take a couple breaths when we're cooking kitchen or we're, we're cooking in the kitchen and try to reset. And sometimes uh, it's, it's kind of come back to bite me though because she'll say like when I'm kind of a grumpy cat, she'll go, mom, you need to hesitate. <laughs> you need to go ahead and take and I just think that's so perfect you oh, know yeah. like because that's really what it is right it's like sorting it's sorting what's in your head and like what's in your experience and absolutely um, quiet quieting that monkey brain yes yes monkey mind Mon- yeah getting that monkey mind to just just to just notice that it's there and often it's super chatty that was one misconception I had about mindfulness is that you had to stop your thoughts mm-hmm there's no way to do that. You have so many thoughts, even no. in meditation. It's just about learning how to pick which ones you're going to ride and like see where they go and go down that rabbit hole with and which ones you're going to be like, okay, I see you, right. but, but I don't, I don't have to respond to you. And that, that, that was a powerful shift for me when yeah, I was that's learning huge. mindfulness. Yeah. It's really interesting, uh, to visualize observing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. In a meditation too. Oh yeah. Because it's like it really helps you realize, wow, you are actually, or we are actually different from our thoughts. Oh like, yeah, we're not the same. You know exactly. So. Yeah, they're not the end all be all truth tellers. Uh, something that really helped me to kind of sort through thoughts was learning the practice of noting. So like you could be, you know, you could be thinking, and you can just note it as like, oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Or you can go a little bit, a layer deeper and note what kind of thought it is. Like, are you planning? Like writing your to-do list? Yeah. Um, are you um, dreaming? Are you ruminating? Are you judging? Are you worrying? You know, like there's so many different types of thoughts that we have. And for me, that was really powerful to be like, oh man, like I am just like, you know, in the past constantly. Like what, what is up with that? Or... You know, right now, all I want to do is, you know, plan how I'm going to Marie Kondo my closet. And then I, you know, go to, oh, did I forget that at the grocery store? And, oh, my goodness, I forgot to, you know, sign my daughter up for for rock climbing camp. And when you can notice that and the types of thoughts you're having, it's really powerful. To be yeah. Like, you know, what, why, you know, and you don't even have to uncover the why. Just noting it is so powerful. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of gets it out of your out of the monkey mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're building an app, you've built an app and you're expanding on it. So, um, what is your favorite, uh, technology that you use on a regular basis? 
is a really good question. Probably my Roku, <laughs> Netflix. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but in terms of like my actual phone, um, and it doesn't have to be a phone. Ex- it could be I know, I know. I was just gonna say this is gonna expose me because I'm obsessed with the weather app. I like love looking at weather all over the world. I'm <laughs> like. Oh, it's so, you know, it's so hot in Denver. What What's it like in Hawaii right now? Or right. Uh, what's it like, you know, in Ireland? You're dreaming and, for that next oh, trip. Oh, I'm totally dreaming <laughs> for that next trip. Um, Technology-wise, yeah, I feel like it's FaceTime to talk to my family. Mm. It's Netflix, uh, because who doesn't love that, especially when I need a, a small break um, from my yeah, children or right. at the end of the night. And then it's my weather app. Trying to plan uh, that's on great. <laughs> trying to plan on that's where one I'm I hadn't go. heard yet. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's great. Um, and then uh, last question is, what would you consider to be your superpower? Oh, my superpower. It's probably been getting comfortable with being brutally honest with myself and with others. So mm. sharing my experiences, even if it, even if it causes feelings of guilt or shame or that there's going to be some perceived judgment doing it anyway, because I know, I know through my experiences that, you know, when you're vulnerable, you're more able like I think that, you know, the word abilities and vulnerability, like it gives you the ability huh. to, to connect with other people and to get your needs met and get your voice heard. Yeah. Um, and I also know that there's a privilege with that being a white woman. I, I have more opportunities for that, um, without consequences. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's something that I am still learning and unlearning how to unpack and how to amplify and, and encourage and in a safe um, and supportive manner for, for everybody to get that opportunity if that's, if that's what they feel that they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, com- yeah, complete, unapologetic vulnerability, authenticity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, even in business, like I don't give too Perhaps if, if I ask a, you know, quote unquote, stupid question about a performa or like EBITDA, I didn't even know what that was, you right. know, when I began yep. or like, can you please teach me? I, I, you keep saying that this is important, but I really don't know what you mean. Like <laughs> sit right. down, but even on the technology side, I'm like, okay, so the technical stack, let's run through this again. This API connects to this and you know, the database and we run on this. Like I just, I just stopped caring about that because it's, um, it's it's really what connects us is is being imperfect. Yeah, and it's also I think a really powerful thing to realize here are the things I'm great at and or that I love doing. Mm-hmm. And then here's the stack of things that I'm terrible at or know nothing about or I hate doing. And there are people that we could surround ourselves with that are great at those things love those things yeah it's like (laughs) that's i think the a very very big trait of a great leader to be able to like harness embrace that fact because it's a fact for all of us right yeah no so that's cool i I had to drop that oh i got this because there are definitely things that i don't got this like or times that i don't got this i was uh, actually laughing with a one of the mindful mamas investors and advisor who's just been so wonderful 
And I told him, you said, I said, you know, I don't want to be ever the smartest person in the room or on my team. Like there, there are so many more people that are way more educated or way more skilled or way more talented or, or, you know, uh, inspired by doing this and he just started giggling he's like you know that's the difference between you and i you and i because i often always assume that i'm the smartest one in the room and he's like (laughs) he's like that's probably why you know i um you know you're gonna be way more successful than i am it just made me laugh (laughs) that's hilarious "Mm -hmm. yeah uh well this has been great getting to know you better again i want to thank you for your vulnerability and for sharing so freely super excited about what you've already built and the additional features you're uh, implementing and the growth that you guys are going to achieve over the next couple of years. Wow. Thank you. Can't wait to watch this. Thank you so much. Well, yeah. thank you so much for having me and I really appreciated um, being here. It's yeah. been so nice. And before I forget, uh, so the app, people can search Mindful Mamas. Is there a website that they can go to as well? Yeah. We also have um, www.mindfulmamasclub.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And then uh, that's the best way for people to get in touch with you. Yeah. Yeah. Download the app. And then um, one thing that we do uh, is we will email you every single day. Everybody on the team takes a turn and we talk to our community every single day because we always say that our mamas are our boss. Yeah. And if we're not listening to them and we're not talking to them and we're not building that implicit trust with them, then what is the point of the, all of this? And right. so um, you, you know, if you download the app, you will be hearing from me. Uh, probably within you know hours of you downloading just, the uh, app, just like with you know, tidbits of yeah, uh, we just helpful share. information. We, yeah, we, we share um, our struggles. Um, we're all in different life stages um, in the company, and and we just we just talk about you know real life things that happened the night before, or we'll give you a little nugget on self care, or we'll um, talk about you know a community member and and their triumphs or, or things that they're struggling with or things that they shared with us when we yeah. have their permission. Um, we we share out resources and and other companies doing really cool things and sometimes it's just a line like, hey mama, you matter. Just uh-huh. wanted to right. remind you of that. You know that's it. Um, we started doing that this spring and it's been so soulful and so connected. I, I love that I get to spend an hour of my day every day talking to, to the moms that, that reply back to, you know, my daily email. It's, I love it's it. the best. Yeah. It's my favorite. So cool. Yeah. And then I, and then I look up, you know, on the weather app where they're from and <laughs> 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 dream right. about going to visit them one day. And <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. And look forward to staying in touch. Yeah, absolutely.